In this episode, we want to talk all about roommates, the good and the bad of living with someone or even a group of people. Having roommates is a love-hate relationship. There are times when it is awesome to have them around, and there are times that you really wish you lived on your own. We will talk about our personal experiences with roommates that we have gone through while in college, where we first got our exposure to living with people other than our family. I'm Nicole Fajardo. And I'm Natalie Pilar. And this is our podcast, How How to to Work work It. It. So Natalie, what was your first roommate experience like? So my first roommate experience was through freshman year. Mm -hmm. In freshman year, when you're signing up for dorms, you have to go through this kind of like, it's kind of like a dating app, but for roommates. Mm -hmm. So you have to like put in your interest or your personality if you're a night owl, morning owl kind of deal. Yeah. And then you kind of find someone who you would kind of room with and then you have to reach out to them. So I reached out to a lot of people, but oh, then wow. it didn't really work out because I was like, oh, your what you put on your profile wasn't really what you're like. Oh, really? Okay. But then I had someone reach out to me mm-hmm. like the day before we had to pick rooms. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, like, who am I going to room with for uh-huh. my freshman year? And it turned out okay because she found someone else as well who would be a third roommate so we had a pretty good room and we did okay for ourselves in our first year yeah so for you even though you had this dating like app it was still pretty hard to find a roommate yeah i think a lot of people find it hard to find a good roommate your freshman year Mm -hmm. like i know some people like they might have done this profile with their parent next oh, to them. Oh, okay. And I think in this profile, you have to say, like, do you plan on partying or, like, staying out and things like that? So your profile might say no. Yeah. Which, in reality, it was a big yes that you were going out every day, mm-hmm. every time. So, you know, lots of conflict for people and those around me like everyone had roommate problems. Interesting. So that's why there was a lot of disparities in the profiles you saw then Mm -hmm. maybe. So how did you find out that from their profile that there were disparities when you were reaching out to people? I would just talk to them like maybe someone would say, for instance, I remember one was, I'm spiritual. Oh, okay. And it was like, Oh, okay. Uh, I practice spirituality, Mm -hmm. but it's not the same spirituality as this person was. Is that a deal breaker for you? Uh Uh-huh. And it was a deal breaker for them because they would want a roommate who would go to specific spiritual practices with them. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I get that. That makes sense. But we just practice different spiritualities or Mm -hmm. things like that. So I was like, okay next person got it yeah so how would you say your first experience was having roommates that wasn't your family because obviously we all had roommates before but <laughs> we couldn't choose them we so could not. i think overall my first one was okay mm-hmm. considering there was three of us total one i haven't spoke to this person or After Mm -hmm. freshman year, I haven't seen this person, Mm -hmm. but the second person, 
I still see till this day. That's good. And we're pretty close friends. So I would say overall, pretty fair. Not bad. Yeah. I didn't have any full on fights with any of my roommates. So Mm -hmm. I think it was pretty good. Well, that's good because there are some people that a lot can happen in one year, I can say. Yeah. A lot of people, I don't know if people know this, but in freshman year, a lot of people go through different roommates throughout terms. Mm -hmm. It's just that bad. Yeah. What about you? What was your first experience like? So my first experience wasn't actually freshman year because my roommate that I was supposed to have freshman year bailed out of staying in the dorms. So I got lucky and never got assigned a roommate again, which I mentioned in another episode. But yeah, so I really missed out on the freshman experience. But my sophomore year was the first time I lived with other people in the same dwelling well technically i've never actually had like a legit in the same room roommate Mm -hmm. so i missed out on that experience but sophomore year i lived with i think we totaled out at eight let me count eight in one house yes eight in one house oh wow (laughs) yeah so it was a four bedroom Four bedroom, two, no, four bedroom, three bath house. It was three floors, one bedroom at the bottom, three bedrooms at the top, and there was like an office in the middle. So six girls roomed in pairs, and then I got a single, and one other girl lived in the office. And then the whole middle floor basically was a really great like living space because since there were so many of us, there was enough to put like couches for all of us to like sit and hang out, mm-hmm. which was like kind of nice for sophomore year, but like kind of crappy if you wanted like to just hang out in your room because there wasn't really a lot of spaces in our room, if that makes sense. Yeah, a lot. Eight is a lot. Yeah, it, it is a lot, and I would say like I w- when I first moved into that house, I wasn't super close with any of them. I had one friend that was actually my friend before moving in, but everyone else I was like pretty much meeting on the fly Mm -hmm. or I met like once or twice before like actually moving in together. So like I didn't really like know them that well. But yeah, I think it was an awesome experience. I got to learn about a lot of people and learn a lot about myself because when you live with people you realize like the differences on how people were raised and you know people's standards are different based on those backgrounds that they come from so it's just interesting to merge all that together in a home especially with so many people you really have to be more cautious of how you handle yourself in common areas that's definitely true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that you were shocked that you learned about someone when living with them? Thinking back, I can't think now like anymore like what I was shocked about. Mm-hmm. I guess like for me, like though it wasn't like that shocking, like Wearing shoes in the house still bothers me, but that was definitely one thing. Like, I had one roommate where she would love to wear her shoes all day long. Like, even if she knew she wasn't leaving the house anymore, she would just wear her shoes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, 
Actually, I've never had roommates that had shoes in the house. Mm -hmm. They would always take it off. Yeah. I don't know if I was just lucky or like everyone did this Mm -hmm. in their own family homes. Yeah. But I was like, oh, okay, everyone's doing it. That's okay. Yeah, I think like in a lot of Asian cultures, they take their shoes off. So that's the way I was raised. And I didn't really live with people like that. A lot of them grew up here in the mainland, like in Hawaii too. A lot of people, even if they're not Asian, don't wear shoes in the house. But yeah, that's just their culture. They don't really do that here. So I was just like, oh, interesting. Yeah. I think one thing I learned that was a little bit shocking is that I've had a few roommates that stress clean. That's so weird. Okay. What does, like, do they just like one day you're like walking in they're just like cleaning the whole kitchen like exactly that okay so i had room one roommate where if she's like there's a lot on her mind she'll mm-hmm. just play some music and just clean the house like the whole place the whole place which for me i don't mind if you're going <laughs> to clean yeah totally for it like yeah they, do it they yeah. would have a full day of it like clean the tub, clean the toilets, clean ev- like deep clean because they were so stressed and you just had to have like an activity to an do. An activity to do to yeah. take things um to take your mind off things. Mm-hmm. And I was like I've never seen it or I never thought about cleaning for fun. Interesting. I think the like most shocking thing and like I admit myself like I really didn't cook much at home but like I could figure it out I feel like a lot of people do like pre-made meals a lot of the time Mm -hmm. which I like I never grew up on pre-made meals like my mom would like not ever buy them like I only got to have like a hot pocket like starting at like, my friend's house, basically. Mm -hmm. And, like, pizza rolls were only introduced in our house, like, once I was old enough to, like, really, like, make decisions, like, eighth grade or, like, middle school, like, high school, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, when I can go shopping and be like, hey, like, I actually want to eat this. So, yeah, like, those kind of things were kind of shocking to me. Like, I've always had, like, a lot of fresh food, even, like, fresh vegetables. So seeing that a lot and like just people's cooking habits were different it was different i know some people like i'm not saying they don't know how to cook maybe they just their family never cooked a lot Mm -hmm. in the household but they only knew three foods yeah Mm -hmm. basically and they would eat that every week yeah just Mm -hmm. rotating them out and for me i get pretty bored with food easily so i will Mm -hmm. have to try new recipes just so i will eat yeah but i was like oh wow they can really eat the same food every single day yeah i think that's was definitely a shocker for me is like how picky people can be Mm -hmm. or just i think like it's not even pickiness in the beginning it's basically just no exposure to so many things out there Mm -hmm. because for example i have a friend that before she wouldn't even eat rice wouldn't eat sushi wouldn't even eat eggs really and she eats all that kind of stuff now but really maybe that's just because didn't grow up that way and also as you get older your your taste buds change but you definitely get exposed to a lot more things when you're in college. Mm-hmm. So you have the opportunity to try new things, which is really nice. Yeah. 
I think also with a lot of roommates in the house, the biggest house that we've had was five people, mm-hmm. two boys, three girls. And it was kind of nice having that size because if one person cooks way too much food, mm-hmm. then at least there's someone else who can eat it for you. And that yeah. also helps with people like, oh, that's a good meal. You know, like I should try, try that the out. next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. Oh, so you've lived in a co-ed home. How was that? It was actually pretty fine. I was a little skeptical at first mm-hmm. because I've only lived with females. And that was in in a previous episode, I mentioned that I only lived in the dorms with an all-female wing. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't exposed, exposed to co-ed-ish living. Yeah. So that's why I was a bit skeptical, but actually the guys that I lived with were actually pretty close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we met in the dorms, but also through mutual friends. So mm-hmm. we all decided to room together and like they were pretty clean. And so we didn't really have much problem. I think sometimes you think of a stereotype that maybe men aren't as clean when they're living. Yeah. Um, so I, that's what I was concerned about, but they kept to themselves and also cleaned up more than some of us girls, if Uh I gotta admit that one. Yeah. Um, they had more cleaning pet peeves than some of us. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember living in the dorms and though I didn't have a roommate, the bathrooms were the worst part about living on in a dorm. Mm-hmm. But I just got lucky. I was on a floor with mostly guys on it. So there was only like maybe seven girls on my floor. So our bathroom was like pretty much spotless. But the boys, disgusting. But like if you went on other floors like and go in the girls' bathroom, I'd be like in shock of how dirty and messy it could be and i was like thank god i didn't have to live through this because like i feel like bathrooms are the one place it has to be clean because like the Mm -hmm. things that happen in the bathroom you know it just it just needs to be clean and if it's not clean it just really grosses me out so i think that's one thing about living with other females is that the Mm -hmm. bathroom gets dirty quickly yeah Mm -hmm. like products on products that we use or just like a bunch of hair everywhere me personally like my problem was with all my roommates is that they've told me that my hair just sheds everywhere so no matter Mm -hmm. if it's hardwood floor or carpet I would always need to like sweep it up a bit or Mm -hmm. vacuum all the time that was my problem it's my head I get it it's fine (laughs) I've learned it but I was like yeah we're actually kind of Not as clean as we think we are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you weren't close with all of them, how did you all decide on being roommates? So my friend that I met in freshman year, so we actually only met like in spring term, but like we kicked it off. Like we were in the same major and like we became really close. So one day we were working on an assignment and I was we were talking about housing and she like, you know, casually what you do spring term, wondering where everyone's going to live mm-hmm. because everyone moves out of the dorms usually. And I was mentioning that I might have had to live in the dorm. I was just like thinking about it. And so she was like, oh, 
me and my friends were renting a house. It's a block away from like where we are right now. So from our old dorm and like we have an extra spot. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I'd be down for that. And she's like, I was like, oh, who is it with? And she mentioned, oh, that one time, like I invited you to like watch a TV show. It's some of them. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, cool. So like I met them like me once just to watch TV shows. So not really like to talk or anything, but they all seem pretty cool. And I was like, Sure, why not? Yeah. So yours was more of a, not a last minute decision, Mm -hmm. but it almost was. Yeah, basically they really wanted cheap living, which I feel like a lot of people want to do, especially their sophomore year. Mm -hmm. And they had almost a full house and they wanted like a couple more people. So my friend actually brought me on and another girl and this other girl had it actually hers situation was worse than mine like she didn't meet anyone else except for this other girl because the girl I was friends with went to high school with one of the other girls that were gonna live in our house so those three like semi knew each other from that but yeah she didn't get to meet anybody else until she moved in that's kind of nice though at least like there was like little circles here and there yeah throughout Mm -hmm. the house but overall you guys lived well with one another yeah it was honestly an awesome experience i would never take it back living with a bunch of people can be super fun there's always stuff to do hanging out like doing homework hanging out late night or just when you have off time like there's always people around and if you want to be by yourself just you know go to your room for some of them That just means being on their side of the room in their Mm -hmm. bed. But yeah, you still can get your own personal space. But being able to socialize all the time while you're still not super busy with school and still free, basically. Mm -hmm. So even if you roomed with that many people, you still felt that you were able to have your alone time? Yeah, because we also weren't all at the house a lot at the same time Mm. like it would be maybe like four or five people and then you know we'll interchange because we all had different schedules people worked at different times so it wasn't like it was a full house all the time that's good yeah so it was kind of nice and like when we really wanted everyone to be there we actually had to plan for it like it wasn't something that like happened super frequently it's like It was always a come and go, so. That's good. Yeah, I think when we had that five-person house, we would have to plan when to have, like, house dinners Mm -hmm. or um, one of the guy roommates, he was very spontaneous, and he always wanted a trampoline. Oh, my gosh. So he bought a trampoline because we had a backyard, Mm -hmm. and we also had, like, a fire pit in the backyard. So we would have, like, little campfire things while also jumping on the trampoline (laughs) so that was like our little house bonding and I think that's important when it comes to living with more than one person yeah is that you have to plan some sort of activity or at Mm -hmm. least like a meal just so the camaraderie of the house is all good That makes a huge difference. Like, it was awesome living in a house with so many people, especially during that time in our point in college, because we celebrated 
everyone's birthday, mm-hmm. every holiday. Like, it was a great time to just be all together. And you already had, like, a mini party already because there's already eight of us. So yeah. if you just added more people, it just makes the party even bigger. So, yeah. And if you're all having these parties together and everyone's doing okay, I think it also helps with the environment. So if you guys have a problem with one another, mm-hmm. it's more of a open environment. So yeah. if you have problems, just talk to somebody if need be. Yeah, I think it's super important to hang out with your roommates, doing stuff that you guys like, or, you know, like planning things out, going out to dinner or having dinner at home, setting that time to just hang out with each other. Because there could be times when you're in the house together and it's like you're hanging out but not really like you're both doing your own thing Mm -hmm. so like setting time to actually enjoy each other's company is really important i know for me i wasn't 100 percent close with all my roommates that i've lived with Mm -hmm. but i had like similar interests to each one of them okay so i think Also, a key thing to think about is, like, do you share one interest with one roommate, but also Mm -hmm. a different one from another one? Yeah, definitely. That also keeps, like, conversations going, so it's never awkward if it's just one-on-one with you two in the house and, Uh like, you have nothing to talk about if you're not that close. I think that's what helped me. Yeah, I can say that definitely helps. And being in a house, so I lived in a house with eight, and then I lived with the house we split up and we're a house of five and I definitely had different relationships with everyone in the house Mm -hmm. but I had something to at least talk about with all of them yeah which is super important because you want to make sure you have a relationship separately with everyone yeah it makes things like nice around you and it doesn't Mm -hmm. make anything awkward yeah because you want to have open communication with everyone in the house not just the people you're super close with Mm -hmm. Like, you have to have some form of communication with the people you're living with. Yeah. While you were living with roommates, did you have any arguments or have a point where, like, you weren't talking to anyone? Mm, Not so dramatic that Mm -hmm. I've heard in the past, but I know on one instance is that when I was living with only one person someone Mm -hmm. had to live with us over the summer Mm -hmm. and so they lived in our living room oh weird for a little bit just because you know people are moving and they needed a place to stay so we allowed them to stay with us for like a month-ish okay and I think the hard part for that one was that since they were living in the living room and me and my roommate had very opposite schedules where I would need to leave early or they Mm -hmm. would come home late at night Mm -hmm. the person living in the living room would get irritated at us because when we got home we would like need to go to the kitchen (laughs) go to the bathroom or things like that so it was bothering them and we weren't fighting but it was worse it was like passive aggressiveness aggressiveness Mm -hmm. and so it was like oh this is very hard for me to live in this kind of area that I didn't want to be home time to time. Yeah. Um, but we finally had to just kind of sit down with this person who was living in our living room for a bit and just say, like, this is kind of our home. And although we have very different schedules, mm-hmm. we are trying our best to accommodate for your, you know, quiet time yeah. or things like that. But I wouldn't say that it was 100% 
resolved or anything, but we were able to nicely live together again. Yeah, and I think that's why the open communication is super important because for some people, passive aggressiveness is their fallback to any encounter. Like, they just go into a shell, Mm -hmm. basically. And so making sure you have avenues to talk it out instead and having them feel okay to talk it out is definitely something to help get through that. But people will still be passive aggressive. It's definitely something I've learned living with other people because I've never been that way. I'm I'm very outspoken, <laughs> if you haven't noticed. So yeah, it's that's one thing I had to learn was what how passive aggressiveness was shown through people basically like sometimes i'd actually miss it and like i think it was nothing yeah but then like my roommates or somebody would be like telling me that it was like oh like that was blah 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 and i was like oh really like i didn't because i don't see things in that way yeah you really learn how like people tick yeah Mm -hmm. and what really sets them off and so once you figure that out early that's the best thing Uh uh-huh and it's a lot easier when you have like more than one roommate because you have someone to like talk about with to Mm -hmm. know like is it just me like because I feel like I don't usually see things because I'm like oh that's like whatever like it I'll just be making stuff up basically Mm -hmm. you know like Like, just blow it over yeah because like if I like think about then sometimes like you make things up situations up in your head Mm -hmm. that didn't really happen and I think that's why like I just blow over a lot of things because like uh I or I just didn't get it, like, why you see it that way or are being that way. Yeah. So, yeah. It's definitely learning people's tics early on and having, you know, talking to another roommate to make sure, you know, it's not just you. You're, You're not, not going, going crazy. Because <laughs> that's a huge thing. All your roommate experiences, how were you able to establish your space throughout the house? I would say establishing your own space was definitely a lot harder with more people in the kitchen the kitchen is probably the hardest place to break down Mm -hmm. whose space is whose Mm -hmm. so we tried to do we only had one fridge in this townhome though most townhomes in Corvallis come with two fridges but ours only came with one but it was the double door one. So at least it, it was wasn't big-ish. Bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, the fridge is probably the hardest. We all had mini fridges in our rooms to kind of accommodate that. So we just put our bigger things in the big fridge. That's a good tip. Yeah. So if you really are fighting for space, think about mini fridges. And we were lucky enough, one of our roommates got a deep freezer. So we brought that and we had enough space. But in the beginning, it was definitely a lot harder. Mm -hmm. But we just brought our mini fridges from the dorms into our townhome, basically. That's true. Most people would have a mini fridge in the dorms. So Mm -hmm. just bring it along with you. Yeah. I think that's a good point is that fridge space or kitchen space is actually the most space that you need when you're living with a lot of people Mm -hmm. because everyone has their own rooms or you know personal belongings that would be in their space so do with whatever you want with that exactly but when you're sharing kitchen like everyone would have 
depending what year you're at, if mm-hmm. this was your first time rooming outside the dorms or this was your third year rooming outside the dorms, mm-hmm. sometimes people have like two sets of pans mm-hmm. and then what another roommate has a set of their own pans. Yep. So it's like you have a bunch of pans, but no one needs that much. Mm-hmm. Also like food sharing. Yeah. People can be picky. Yeah. And I would say when we lived with a, I feel like we didn't really food share. Well, some people did with each other. Like they, you know, set up meals, but mm-hmm. in that house and like, I'm, I'm okay with food sharing, but it can get kind of hard to figure out, you know, like who's who's and right. what's this basically. So I, I can see why food sharing isn't the best thing to do all mm-hmm. the time especially when you're on a budget it's like you know it's hard to say that you want to share everything that's true yeah but at the same time i understand wanting to share things because you know like you could do bulk meals mm-hmm. and then you don't have like one person cooks and then the other person cooks the next day and the other person cooks the other day so you don't have to be cooking all the time yeah but it really depends on your roommate dynamic. Mm-hmm. I think for our roommate dynamic, we did share some items mm-hmm. like eggs because we would just get like the big pack of eggs. Yeah. Or like spices because no one needs to mm-hmm. buy multiple spices. Yeah, exactly. Um, but everyone had to buy their own like proteins Mm -hmm. or other supplemental ingredients that they needed for themselves and we would have three people use this fridge and two people use this fridge but you can put meats in this one so we can kind of figure out whose was whose Mm -hmm. and if we had to use someone we use something from somebody's we would text them and see if that's okay first okay yeah so you guys like had a system figured out yeah so like, for instance, if I ran out of milk, but I only need, like, a little bit more milk mm-hmm. and my roommate had milk, I'll just be like, hey, can I borrow? Not really borrow, but <laughs> can I have a cup of milk? Yeah. And he'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, that'd be fine. Yep. I'm not using the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sharing kitchen space and things in the kitchen is such a hassle but getting that figured out in the beginning makes things so much easier and since we were a house of eight the first time i was living with people and even when we were a house of five you pretty much like go through a list saying like who's bringing what so you don't have to overbring because you could for some people if they were coming from home and they do live near campus then they could leave those things home Mm -hmm. you know like keep it in storage or if not bring it if you want but we can't fit everything in the kitchen. Right. So so my second year of college, I only had one roommate. And that okay. was one roommate, the one roommate I had in freshman year that we really got along with. Mm-hmm. But my third year was that five-person household. Mm-hmm. So my second year, we would wash dishes like by hand. And we didn't have a dishwasher or I think we did. But because it was only two of us, it was really not a big deal if we washed dishes every night. Mm -hmm. But living with five people, that dishwasher went off morning and night. (laughs) Yeah, it's that's definitely a thing. That's we had the same thing in our households. And we like. I did not grow up with a dishwasher. We (laughs) did not use a dishwasher personally. So just like seeing 
the dishwasher need to be ran that many times in one day. I was like, oh my God, that's a lot of dishes that we're using. Mm -hmm. But it makes complete sense if everyone's eating like three meals a day and there's five of us. It just made sense. But I was like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of cleaning to do. Yeah. Dishwashers are a lifesaver because it's so much easier to just rinse it real quick and toss it in there Yep. instead of having to wash everything by hand. I think I learned that living with that many people, just rinse it, put it in. Yeah. So did you have any problems when it came to dishes in any of your homing situations, like in the sink or? Sometimes, yes. Okay, yeah. Because I I know one roommate, like they barely, they barely ate or... Mm -hmm. They would use the same bowl every single time. So once they finished a meal, they would wash it by hand, put it on the dryer, and then okay. that'd be it. So they didn't accumulate dishes. Mm-hmm. But the rest of us, we did. And so we're like, oh my gosh, why is no one putting it in the dishwasher? Or <laughs> I started the dishwasher. Why didn't you put take it away it or yeah. take mm-hmm. it out? That's my pet peeve is that like I started this. Someone should at least put it away. Like we're all busy, but someone can do it yeah i would say like dishes in the sink is always one of the hard things because it's like you're it's understandable like sometimes you're late to class like you you gotta put it in the sink and leave but and that but then like sometimes like it can just really tick people off so it's just madness so that's definitely one thing to make sure you talk through instead of just getting mad about it the one thing was in the dorms Mm mm-hmm one roommate would take out food out of the dining halls and into our room a lot. Mm-hmm. So piles of oh, containers God. would be by our trash. And we would be like, are you going to throw that away? Because it's it's like a mini trash can. You can't fit that many things in it. Mm-hmm. But it would pile up. And I'm like, ugh. She's not going to take care of this, but it's bothering me personally. Mm -hmm. So I would be the one to take care of it because it just bothered me. Yeah. Taking out the trash. Another one. That's a toughie. Yeah. You play this game of how long can I wait for the person whose chore it is to do Mm -hmm. until I actually have to do it. Yeah. And it got the best of me a lot more times than it should have. Living with a bunch of girls, Mm -hmm. did you ever have problems with sharing like bathroom spaces, especially if everyone needs to get ready at the same time or anything like that? I will say only certain terms because it really depends on everyone's class schedule. Mm -hmm. So if we all have classes starting at the same time, then that means we all have to stagger who's going to use the bathroom at certain times. I think I only have that in one term, one scenario, Mm -hmm. when it was like one day out of the week where we all had 9 a.m. So we all had to leave at the same time. Exactly, That's where it gets hard. So I think there was only one term where I had a bathroom situation. It wasn't really that bad. It's just I'm a procrastinator by heart. And sometimes I will only get out like right when I need to. Mm -hmm. So my roommate that would maybe get up an hour before class or like hour and a half before class will, you know, want to go to the bathroom. And so I would have to make sure I end up in the bathroom before they did because technically I should have 
been in it already mm-hmm. but I wasn't so it was that was like the only time where it was hard it's just like getting ready in the morning and it wasn't even like for that long so it wasn't that bad I think it also is a thing you kind of need to note in the back of your mind is that if your roommates are morning shower people yes. or night shower people mm-hmm. because it makes a difference in how you go about your life as well. Exactly. And I was a morning shower person. So I like have to take a shower before I leave the house. If not, I won't leave the house basically. So I always had to make sure I was, you know, like going in at my allotted time because if we both need it, I like, how am I supposed to get a class? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a night person a night shower person so i was okay in that scenario where mm-hmm. if i needed to i just yeah. need to brush my teeth and leave yeah exactly i feel that i wish i was like that but no i can't do it so knowing your roommate's schedules is super helpful to know when you should be using the bathroom and when you shouldn't because you know it's kind of like a courtesy thing too mm-hmm. like you don't want to take the time when you know they really need it and they need to go. So we talked about the kitchens. We've talked about bathrooms. So the other common space is the living room. So how did you and your roommates decide on figuring out like who cleans or if people were having people over? Like, how did you guys deal with all of that? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of cleaning... I think we all kind of had a mutual understanding of if you left something out, Mm -hmm. you know, take it back, like take it back Mm -hmm. to your room at the end of the day or whenever it's possible. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes we would do homework in the living room or the kitchen area and some people would leave it there. Yeah. So no one else can use the kitchen or the living room Mm -hmm. at the same time. But you know, once we told them like, hey, can I use the dining room table? Can you move your homework off the table and yeah. things like that? Then it's like, okay, that was good. Mm-hmm. Like, again, it's the open communication thing. Yeah. I think the hardest part is when your roommates, you know, invite other people to your home and it mm-hmm. it may already feel crowded to you. So you don't know what to do in that scenario. That's pretty hard. Gotcha. So... What did you end up doing? Do you hang out with them or do you just go to your room? Like, do you just walk past them awkwardly to go to the kitchen? All, all of the above. Okay. All of the above. Gotcha. <laughs> it depends if I knew the person or they came over often. Mm-hmm. Um, if I saw them often, I'd, you know, make it a point to say hi, talk to them because I have to be in this area as well. And, yeah. you, you know... It's kind of nice as well. You make more friends. Your yeah. friends is friends. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but other times I would just stay in my room because I, you know, just didn't feel like seeing random people at that time. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. What about you? I think for me, when we lived in an eight person house, we didn't really bring people over unless it was known that you were going to hang out with everyone. Mm hmm. Like, obviously, there's just so many of us. It's not like everyone's going to go disappear into the rooms or anything. (laughs) That's true. So that's how it was there. Like, it was pretty much basically like a family. Like, we just always hung out. Like, if people came over, 
they hung out with everyone or and really didn't really hang out with everyone because we weren't always there together like Mm. we all had like different schedules doing our own thing too so it wasn't too bad um when i lived with five people i feel like once again we had way different schedules all the time so bringing people over wasn't that bad and if people brought people over like you probably knew them because we were all pretty close so you just you know do your highs and go to your room or if you wanted to hang out you could hang out but we never had anything where it was like hey like i'm bringing a ton of people over and like it wasn't like we weren't invited to hang out or anything like that so that's good yeah it was pretty nice like but at the same most of us had our own lives doing our own thing so I think one thing to consider if you are bringing home like friends or anything mm-hmm. like that into your house that you share roommates with is consider the time mm-hmm. that it's at. For instance, if you know your roommate works at 7 a.m., yeah. try not to bring someone or friends over and then they stay till midnight and they're very loud. Mm-hmm. I know I had one instance where I brought a few people over and I didn't realize the time and so I wasn't considerate of my roommate's um, personal time and that she was trying to sleep Mm -hmm. but that was all my bad yeah I know that but um, that's something to consider when you are bringing people and also if you are bringing people over like you know give everyone a heads up Mm -hmm. especially like if you know it's during a common time everyone's home yes it's always a good thing to note to people like obviously if it's the middle of the day and everyone has classes like you don't have to be like oh i'm bringing this person over it's not like that it's just if you know a lot of people are there and they're going to be hanging out and you're going to want to take up the common space probably say something about it yeah that's a good point one thing i wanted to talk about is living with strangers Mm -hmm. have you ever lived with someone that you didn't actually know or at least knew of? So not, I guess the only instance where I like actually lived with a stranger was when I had my summer internship and I needed to find someone that wanted to live in Portland close to my work because I feel like that's when it becomes hard when it's such a short-term thing, not that many people are doing the same Mm -hmm. thing. And you have to find people through, like, networks. That was the only time I really lived with, quote, stranger. It was, at the time, my coworker's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so we really, all we talked about really was, you know, like, living together. And sometimes we'll be, like, in the kitchen, like, oh, how was your day? But we are not friends by any means. Like, I'm, like, we live, like, maybe three months together. And we're definitely only acquaintances so, I don't know. It's a really different living with people you don't really know. Because from my other experiences, I could ask people to go hang out or go do yeah. stuff. And, like, when you don't really know the other person and don't really have a lot in common, it's hard to find things to do with them. Yeah, I can see that. So, like, the only way you can really hang out with them is maybe like going grocery shopping or doing like small tasks together. Yeah, exactly. And we didn't really even do that together. Mm. Like we were pretty like on separate hemispheres, basically. It was 
it's kind of strange. You're just living in a room basically with someone else that could be in the house too. Did you find that hard for you? Yeah, it's, I find it to be really hard, especially if you're in like a new place and you, you know, want to explore, want to do new things mm -hmm. and you don't really have anyone to do that with. So that was pretty hard, but you know, it was just for a short amount of time. So it wasn't going to be that bad. Yeah, you knew that it would be only for three months and you can suck it up basically yeah, for that exactly. long. Yeah, exactly. Did you have any experiences living with strangers? The one experience I had was kind of freshman year of dorming, but mm -hmm. that doesn't fully count. But um, when I lived in the five-person household, two of them had to leave mm -hmm. for an internship in the middle of the year. So they were trying to find subleasers to go into their spots just so they didn't have to pay two rents at the same time. Yeah. So these people were strangers to us because they only talked to the roommates. And whenever they left, that's when we saw the person. Yeah. It wasn't as bad because in my scenario, I at least still knew half of my roommates. Mm -hmm. But it was weird time to time, and I would forget, like, if I go to the kitchen, I'm like, oh, who's, who's that? this person? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely took me time to remember that there's other people there's living other in your house. Yeah. yeah. Especially because, so I had the same experience that you just, like, brought back into my memory, but you were living in the house already so it's it was like kind of like your home and mm -hmm. then having new people and then you just kind of forget that they're there basically yeah. and it kind of threw off the whole dynamic of the mm -hmm. house i knew when they kind of came in it would it felt a little bit weird different to all of us mm -hmm. so we were kind of in this little funk phase of roommates yeah um cuz one person one stranger had a lot of belongings, mm. even more than me. And I I had quite a lot, mm -hmm. I would have to admit. And so they took up space in the garage. They took a lot of space in the kitchen or oh, common wow. spaces. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, this is kind of a lot for me because they couldn't fit everything in their room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. While the other roommate... The other stranger roommate barely had anything. Interesting. So it was like a weird dynamic. Gotcha. Yeah, I find it that it's weird to live with people that are strangers. Though when I lived in my eight-person home, technically people may say they were like strangers to me, but we at least had common TV shows we liked. Mm -hmm. Like all of us would basically watch them together and we all had like common interests. So like I knew I was going to get along with these people basically. Yeah. Like I've at least got to like see what they're like. When you get to meet the person and like have some interactions with them, you get to validate that you can see yourself, you know, being around this person, hanging out, being roommates together yeah but when it's out of random and you get thrown into it you don't get that opportunity so it's really strange to have to be in those situations i think also with like being an introvert for me personally is that i'm i wasn't open-minded mm -hmm. when it came to living with strangers i probably had this perceived 
viewpoint of, oh, they're strangers and they'll only be here for this long. So I don't really need to talk to them necessarily. Yeah, have a relationship. Have a relationship with them. And that was on my bad. I should have just kind of think of this as a brand new connection and then Mm -hmm. really put myself out there and just talk to them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it is what it is and it did happen. I never got into fights with these people. We just kind of like lived. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely one of the regrets I have is to not really follow through on like, you know, like getting to know those people better because maybe you could have had yeah, a maybe. better friendship but you know life happens life goes on we went through numerous hot topics when it comes to having roommates there are a lot of things that you have to think about when it comes to living with other people like sharing common spaces personality types and communication styles these were our personal experiences living with roommates. We had various experiences from living with eight people to just one roommate. But all in all, the different experiences have taught us a lot about ourselves and other people. We hope that you learn from our experiences from living with different types of people and don't make the same mistake we did. Learn from our experiences and strive to be a great roommate. If you have gone through the things we have, don't worry, it's not just you. All you can do now is strive to be better and hope for better experiences. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at howtoworkitpodcast and email us with questions or suggestions at howtoworkitpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite listening platform.